Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. With thanks to Garrod's Horse and Hound, time to talk all things Harness Mobile Rolling for a Tuesday edition. Darren Clayton is with us this morning. G'day, Darren. Yeah, morning, Tony. How are you today? Well, how are you doing? Yeah, very good, very good. And a nice winter's morning in Brisbane. We've got a uh, twilight program of sorts coming through for Albion Park this afternoon. More on that soon. But uh, a chance to reflect on uh, the uh, Tab Constellation series, which has been rolling on as part of the, uh, the Queensland Harness Carnival. And Narissa McMullen is our first guest this morning. Yeah, and we just wanted to get Narissa on. And big congratulations to Narissa. She claimed her first Group 1 win on Saturday night in the Darrell Alexander Memorial. Uh, that race, uh, a trotting feature. Not only was Narissa the winning trainer, she was the winning driver, and she was the winning owner. She scooped a lot, and Narissa joins us this morning. Narissa, thanks for your time. Group 1 winning trainer and driver. has a nice ring to it. Thank you, Darren. Uh, it was a very good weekend. Not only did you uh, have success on Saturday night, you had success on Sunday as well at Marburg. But first, we'll have a bit of a chat about Global Flight. How did you come about securing him? I mean, he was only a, a four-win trotter. He'd had 61 starts in the South Island of New, New Zealand, and, and you've scouted him out. How did you get about getting him? And was he a relatively cheap purchase? Yeah, he was relatively cheap. Um, I was sort of just looking for another horse to purchase myself and Peter Largan sent him through and I had a look at him and probably watched him for quite some time before I actually decided to buy him. And uh, one of the things that probably convinced me was that Cherie Tomlinson was driving him at the time and I asked her about him and she really liked him. Um, she said, yeah, he's a lovely little horse and... She sort of thought the change in the racing over here would do in the world a good. So she probably pushed me into buying him. So I've got to thank her. So he came over sort of early to mid-May. And when he arrived, did you have to do much with him? Did you change much shoeing? Or you just tried to, to keep him as happy as you could? No, we didn't really change anything. Um, you know, all his shoeing was pretty good and... Uh, he's just one of those horses. He sort of ate up as soon as he got here and um, fitted into how we work him straight away and just continued to improve, I guess, every time I worked him. Um, he's a fat little fella and he just sort of, I think with more work, just continued to improve. Yeah, well, he improved, he certainly has. And he was a first-up winner for you, quickly went two for two. When you sort of first purchased him, did you have any indication that you thought you'd just give him a run in this series as sort of an initial test or was it just get here see how he goes and, and then this series came along at the right time when I first bought him I actually thought um oh it's probably a good time to buy a low rating trotter with this series on I thought um the weaker races would be even even weaker I guess and he might be able to pick up a few but then after his second win, I thought um, that was a pretty nice win. I thought we've got to give him a go in this series. Yeah, definitely, because th those first two wins were really good. The uh, the second one where he did plenty of work, that, that was a big win. And I guess going into the final, you, you got him through winning the first heat. And then there's probably a case that he, he could have 
clean clean sweep of the series. It was just a, a little error when he angled into open space in that second round heat that cost him. Yeah, it always knocks your confidence a little bit. Um, you know, when when your horse gallops and then the next start, you, you usually probably nerf them around a little bit. But uh, I was trying not to think about that, and I put it down to the wet track. So I think that's all it was. Um, hopefully, yeah. And, and he, yeah, he put his best manners forward and stepped away really well in the final, and I uh, couldn't have been happier with him. Yeah, Steffi did, and you got him straight to the front, and then. Um, full credit to yourself, the way you rated him. He was perfectly rated in front quarters, 29.5, 30.5, 29.4, 29.6, and that left them all chasing. You had a little bit of a break on the field, straightening for home, and then down the straight, you had a couple of sneaky looks to see what was coming. Were you confident he was going to hang on at the top of the straight, or was you starting to, to just be a little bit concerned? Uh, getting towards the line, I was probably getting a little bit concerned with Majestic Harry coming so fast, but um, he really does just try so hard. He pins his ears back when he sees them coming and just digs in and keeps going. So uh, he's just a lovely little horse. Well, it was a, a super effort to get him through that series, and that's a series that's been won some, by some very nice trotters over the years now. We see him go around again this Saturday night. He goes back to the mobile this time. All his starts since you've had him have been from the stand. He'll have to step up again, but um, how do you think he'll he'll step up this week in the in the mobile trot? I'm pretty happy with the draw. I think over the mile mobile, there should be a bit of speed on, and um, I'm sure he can follow speed. Uh, he's been in the mobiles in New Zealand, and, and that hasn't worried him. So if he gets the right run and... There's a bit of speed on. I'm sure he'll finish off really well. Yeah, well, he does have that good finishing uh, burst, which we saw in in that uh, first round of heats where you looked in all sorts and he really attacked the line. So certainly in it there is the thing. And on Saturday night, you you nearly pulled off uh, a group racing double with uh, Slip the Hundy. You had him almost there and then Better Isolate was just able to, to get that cold sit on you and grab you in the straight. Yeah, he's been racing really well. Um, the owners are wrapped with him and can't sort of thank them enough for just allowing me to place him where I want to. And, um, yeah, we couldn't be happier with him. He's done a great job and just continues to step up as well. Yeah, certainly. He's, uh, it was really good the week before as well in the Queensland Sun. And then no rest. You were straight out to Marburg on Sunday and you are able to win... Um, the first edition of the Western Star, a new race as part of the, the Constellations Carnival for Mark Rees and, and aboard Woodley Diego. Um, must have been a, a nice thrill too to get back to somewhere a bit closer to home and, and win another feature. Yeah, exactly. It's always a great day out at Marburg and they had a big crowd there, which always makes winning um, a little bit special as well. And, and there's a great group of owners in that horse, so it was really special to to win while they're all there watching. And, um, yeah, I'm sure they got a great thrill out of it as well. Yeah, they do They do a great job out there at Marburg. And also, uh, Jewel of Peak, you drove her to another win. That's uh, eight, seven or eight wins at Marburg now. And um, you've won plenty of races aboard her, but that looks like was her last run. Yeah, I think she's um, off to the breeding barn now and... She's done a terrific job. Mark's really placed her well and 
Um, she's been such a consistent mare. Uh, I'd sort of driven her right from the uh, get-go. She could sort of fire up and do a few things wrong as a two-year-old, but over time she just um, improved so much and uh, she really loves Marburg as well. Yeah, that she does. She's uh, holds or did hold the mayor's track record there. Uh, I think she ho- co-holds it now. There was a, another one uh, equal that. So a really good weekend. And, and then back to the grind again today. You're off to Albion Park. You've got uh, a handful of drives there. Just a, a quick look through each of those. Race two, you've got strong response for Ben Battle. Uh, good gate speed horse and gets a better draw. What do you sort of expect from him? I think he can run a good race if he puts his best manners forward. Um, he can be sort of a little bit touchy, but hopefully he does everything right. And uh, if he could find the front, I think he'd be very hard to beat. Yeah, he certainly has put in a couple of eye catches of late. Then in race three, you've got Red Bank Molly for Steve Sini. Going pretty good, um, this mare. Been racing over yeah. sort of the longer trip in a couple of races where she's been able to win back to the mile today and drawn much better. Should be a good chance. Yeah, she's racing really well and the draw will be a big help. Um, she was probably a touch disappointing last start, but the, that was on a very wet track, so hopefully she'll be back to her best today. Race four, you've got delightful reason for Ronnie Salas. You know this mare really well. You've had plenty of wins on her and um, plenty of wins for Ronnie over the years and uh, Arthur Lowe, you were back in the winner's circle with him the other day. Delightful reason. Probably drawn a little bit tricky out in gate five with a bit of speed to her inside. Yeah, she always seems to draw bad, but she's racing super, so if she can get any sort of luck, she'll be right there at the finish. Race six, just rocking for Peter Gregg. Uh, another tricky one. you got Pete to your outside with Uncle Shank, a real flyer. Um, probably makes that race just that little bit harder for Just Rockin? Yeah, that makes things a little bit harder, but, um, you know, he's going well, so won't be far away either. And your last drive is in race seven, uh, of course, being a sort of a twilight meeting, so it'll be a later Tuesday for you home today. Picking up one for Trent Dawson, dollar bucks, two-year-old that's uh, probably just still learning what it's all about. Yeah, it's on the OD there, so probably needs a bit of luck. But um, no, Trent does a good job, and I'm sure it'll run a good race as well. Yeah, certainly will. Thanks for your time this morning, Narissa. Congratulations again. You're a Group 1 winning trainer and driver now. It's uh, certainly a, a great performance, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a few more around the corner, just like your brother Pete, winning your first Group 1 in the same race that he did. So... Uh, Maybe you'll overtake him within the next couple of years. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Narissa. There's Narissa McMullen. Um, she's certainly done a, a super job with that horse global fight. Like I mentioned, he's come across with just four wins to his name in, in five starts that she's had uh, global flight. He's now won another four races from those five starts and, and as mentioned, probably should be undefeated. But uh, he was super in that Daryl Alexander Memorial It'll be a tough ask for him this week in the um, Trotters Mobile Race, a Group 2 event. He'll face off against a couple of handy ones that are heading north in the form of 
tough monarch. Now, tough, tough monarch is a a really well credentialed horse for Ricky Alch, and he won his 26th race at Menangle on Saturday night. So um, it will certainly be a big ask, but he's going super. His global flight. Our next guest on mobile rolling this morning, Darren, is Brendan Barnes. Yeah, I wanted to get Brendan on this morning just to have a quick recap of the horses he drove on Saturday night. And then also he's got a couple of good chances this afternoon. Thanks for your time this morning, Brendan. You've got a winner there on Saturday night, but perhaps uh, a couple of the more uh, bigger races where you would have liked to have finished in the money just didn't quite work out. Yeah, morning, Darren. Yeah, that's right. Just sort of didn't go our way, but um, sort of all the horses, they perform well and sort of heading into the right directions where we need them to be. Deus Ex was sort of one there. He copped a, a bit of a tough run and that, that speed in the early stages of that Mr. Fieldwood Open, it was frantic. Has he pulled up okay? Yeah, he's pulled up fine. He'll bounce back to, to normal on Saturday night. I just probably sort of overdid it a bit early. He's, he's actually quite a hard horse. You, you never realise um, just how quick you go and I sort of didn't really think I overdid it at the start, but um, obviously the times prove otherwise. Yeah, it was certainly... Um, Probably a little bit deceiving in that race. Uh, Gerardas Delight, absolutely no luck in the run there in that Fleur de Lille Ladyship Stakes. She got buried away from inside the second line and um, tucked away. When she finally did get out, the last probably 7,500 metres, she really attacked the line nicely. Yeah, she did end up sort of being the worst draw possible for her. We got a, a nightmare of a trip and then when the Honey Queen broke around sort of the corner, we... Um, sort of come off the fence to avoid that trouble and then missed the inside run. But um, she, she hit the line super. I never asked anything of her. And um, sort of right around the corner after the finish line, she was sort of well ahead of the rest and, and sort of done it quite easily. But she's copped an absolute stinker again this week. Gate 11, trying to go back-to-back in the Golden Girl. It's not going to be easy if Majida's allowed to get away with the way she did it on uh, Saturday. No, that's right. But she overcame gate 11 last year and she's a better horse this year than last. Obviously, it's it's tough with Majita drawn there. But one thing I can guarantee, I won't be buried on the fence this week and there won't be a 32-quarter in the race, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, She was able to get away with it and that's, that uh, proved the difference. Cashed up, he hit the line nicely uh, there in the Rising Sun. Fourth, he was fifth last year, fourth this year. Gemma's done a great job and you drove him really well. He'll go to the four-year-old championships this week? Yeah, he, he's in the four-year-old championship. He sort of just keeps taking the step up. Whenever whenever he needs to take the step up, he does. And, um, yeah, he won't disgrace himself again this week. And the last one, Danger Zone. Um, that race certainly didn't suit on Saturday night, the way my ultimate Ronnie was able to get away with it. I think we'll see a much better Danger Zone this week, gate one in the southeast derby. Yeah, that's right. We're probably always beaten from the draw last week, sort of my ultimate Ronnie drawing inside of us. And um, he's sort of, Danger Zone, he's had the sort of prep where we've tried to sort of keep him keep him improving every week and sort of have him peaking for next week. So I think we'll, we'll see a much sharper horse again on Saturday night and then we should see a much sharper horse again next Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. That uh, closing half was just, it was all in the favour of my ultimate Ronnie there. So today you've got a, a hand, handful of drives there. First drive comes up in race four this afternoon or, or the, tonight. You've got Regulus for Ben Battle. Been going pretty good this horse and, and a race where there should be a bit of speed off the front line. Yeah, he has been going really well and it's it's a good little trail and draw for him. And as you said, there looks like there's plenty of speed on. And um, on paper, it probably looks like it's a huge drop back in grade for him. So if there's any speed, I think he'll, he'll be right in the finish.
Yeah, definitely a um, bit of a, a class drop to what he's been running back to that sort of grade 70. Race five mows him down. This guy, he sort of hit a bit of a, a flat spot, but then uh, he's come back into form really well. And his last few runs, he was a winner four starts back. And his last couple have been really good as well. Moves in one position to barrier four. Um, he looked a good chance, I thought. Yeah, he's he's sort of, he's a tricky little horse. He's, um, he's, He's always got sort of a, a little nigger wrong with him, and, and sort of we've been lucky for the last sort of few months, and he's um, been been really well and, and had nothing go wrong. So he's, yeah, he's, he's in a bit of form at the moment, and he's he's an on pace horse, and um, there's a little bit of speed squire to the inside of us, but we'll, we'll be pushing forward and having a look for the front. If we can get there, I think he'll take some running down. Yeah, definitely. Uh, race eight, a newcomer to, to Jack's stable, Lethenburn. Hasn't been able to win. He came across from New Zealand with a, um, with some good form and sort of a bit of ambition of where he would end up, but he just hasn't been able to produce. He's come across to Jack his first run today. He's his third run back from a spell. He trialled really sharply last week. Yeah, he, he did trial well. He, he sort of, um, even though he, he sort of got, uh, won the trial by a fair space and, and sort of run a nice closing half. He um, actually got a little bit lost out in front on his own. So I think he had a little bit more in reserves had something sort of been with him. But, um, yeah, we sort of expect a really good showing from him tonight. Certainly um, finds, finds a winnable race, you would think. It's not uh, not overly strong. No, it's not. And I think he, he should improve a lot off that trial. He's sort of... He had a little bit of a blow after that, and um, he's trained on through the week really well. So, yeah, we, we sort of expect him to go pretty well tonight. And your last drive tonight comes up in race nine. Uh, Mr Chisholm, a trotter you know relatively well. You've driven him quite a few times. He's first up from a spell tonight, so he's certainly improved. But uh, he'll start from um, the inside lane now with the scratching of Just Call Me Molly. Um, steps well, but probably facing a little bit of a task first up. Yeah, I probably agree with that. He, he's he's a really good beginner, so he'll sort of be able to get himself up there and and um, sort of not too far away. But yeah, I think he'll need the run. That's for sure. So four drives there. Which which are you most looking forward to? I think Lethem Burner. He um, should be going pretty close to winning. I think. Yeah, very good. Well, appreciate your time this morning, Brendan. Thanks for that, and good luck uh, today. Good luck for the rest of the week and and the rest of the carnival. You'll certainly be playing a big hand over the next couple of weeks. Thanks, Darren. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so certainly a big chance this Saturday night, the Jack Butler stable with Brendan Barnes, the, the main driver there, Danger Zone. He's drawn gate one in that southeast derby, and uh, it's certainly going to be a tough ass. Leap to Fame has drawn barrier three, but uh, it's a really strong southeast derby, that one. Formerly the Gold Coast Derby, but uh, of course now we don't have the Gold Coast track. It, it featured in a name change. It's now known as the South East and held at Albion Park. But that's a really strong derby. That'll be race three this Saturday night. Wouldn't be a Tuesday edition of Mobile Rolling thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hand if we didn't grab Racetrack Ralphie with a few thoughts on the Albion Park program. Well, Ralphie, he's been able to find our listeners plenty of winners over the last few weeks and I'm sure he's got a couple in mind today. Ralphie, good morning, and where are we heading? Yeah, morning, Dash. Um, look, I, I think we can add a bit of spice to today's card, and we'll head to race four, number eight, Nduka. Um, he's been um, pretty impressive in two local starts to date, and both runs have been impressive um, by this Bernie Hewitt gelding. 
He hit the line hard from a bad draw, and that was when he was fifth behind one big show. And before uh, that, he was runner-up behind perfect cut. And, of course, he was impressive again and with another win on Saturday night. He gets a potential. It's an awkward draw today, but with any sort of luck, he can rock it to the line. So we're going race four, number eight, Dooker. Yeah, he certainly... Uh, I think we're singing from the same hymn book there. He was really good in his couple of runs. And like you said, just gets that little bit of luck. He's going to be right there. Is there any news you can inform us of that's been happening on track in the last week and a bit, Ralphie, or what we can look forward to this week? Um, yeah, look, there's um, uh, potentially there's a few horses that are lined up to go over to America. Uh, one from the Donnie Smith stable, whose name just escapes me. He's a uh, winner of a, his last few starts. But I'm looking forward to Saturday night, the Sunshine Sprint, um, the Golden Girl and the Oaks and Derby lead-ups. They're, they're all going to be classics. Have you got an early thought on that Sunshine Sprint? That's going to be an absolute cracker. We've got the unofficial track record holder, a cast no shadow. He trialled in 49 and change, which is the fastest we've ever seen at Albion Park. He draws gate one. Blacks a dance, the official track record holder. He draws gate eight. Do we think that uh, I cast no shadow can lead or uh, we need a bit more time to have a look at it? Probably need a bit more time, but uh, look, I was very, very impressed with Triple Eight last Saturday night. His turn of foot was from last to first in, in the twinkling of an eye. and I, I don't think it matters where he's placed in the field. If he gets that same sort of run home, he's going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, it was it was shades of Hector JJ from a few years back and uh, a similar trip, we'll see Triple A. He might uh, nearly replicate that run of Hector JJ to win the Sunshine Sprint. Like you say, he was mighty impressive. I certainly was. I, I As I said, long time since, and that was Hector JJ, you're right there, that produced a sprint like that. Um, with the others, I think the Golden Girl, I'm looking at Majida. Um, with the uh, the good horse going back home and not contesting the race and Gerard's delight, well, she copped a very poor draw, so I think it's all going to be Majida in the Golden Girl. Yeah, certainly will, but uh, interesting words we just had there with Brendan Barnes saying there's no way Majida will get away with a 32-second second quarter like she did last week, so... That, uh, that shapes it up as a little bit more of a contest, but she's an all-class Majida. Thanks for your time this morning, Ralphie, and we'll be cheering home Dooker, and like you said, you're going to add some spice into it. That's it. We won't be dipping into our wallets for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, too good, Ralphie. Thanks for your time. Okay, thanks, Dad.